Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Micro, a podcast for short but powerful writing. I'm your host, Drew Hawkins. This episode really embodies the name of the show. We've got three pieces of microfiction that demonstrate just how much can be done with the form. Each story involves different themes, different characters, different ideas, and they're in different publications. But they share the common bond of being really great and really short. This first one comes to us from Liz Ride. It's called Our Lives Are a Museum Piece. It was published by Turnpike Magazine in their issue three in January 2019. Enjoy. Our Lives Are a Museum Piece by Liz Ride. There is no record of when or how I fell in love with you. I simply started talking about you, folding you into the monotony of my day until you textured my experience the cool of the kitchen tile, the pitting of the sofa cushions, the concrete of my working life, the sharp sherbet of weekends. There is no record of this, of course, in the museum of our life. There is no obtuse box that one can press to hear an audio explanation in a loud, booming voice. Instead, this place of record must be in the bones of us, if not yours, fractured during a marathon, or mine, weakened by a dairy intolerance, than the bones of what we leave behind, in a living, breathing descendant. We fear this, too. What if, in our record-keeping, we were too thorough? What if what was said and done got down to the bones of it? What if they gnawed away? What if there were teeth marks? What if our descendant fails to walk upright for the sort of people we were? I picture them coming to visit our lives held behind glass. There is no record of the fact that you were selfish. It doesn't show in your bone structure, although the crook in my pinky finger shows I was forgiving. There is no record of the fact that I liked you more because you were distant. We are placed closer now, in the museum of our life. Some stories concocted spin us closer still. I fear for the pedestal we may be placed on, but I know, in reality, we will be propped up. I hope the descendant that comes to see us will press their nose against the glass to gain a closer look at us, perhaps something they forgot. I wonder how they will learn about those early days that few can recall and wish to bottle by the end. Maybe, in the unrecorded conversation of early love, there is hope, a sort of spun magic 
that only inhabits museums when the dust is caught in sunbeams. Liz Ride is a writer from Wales. She writes fiction and stage plays. You can find her on Twitter at Liz Ride. This next piece of microfiction is called Every Year is Going to Be the One. It was written by Stephanie King and published by Hobart on January 1st, 2021. Please enjoy. Every year is going to be the one. A New Year's resolution that I wasn't going to do this anymore. Soon broken. A Valentine's Day spent alone while you were where you were supposed to be. A summer weekend in the Hamptons, the beach house all to yourself. Me riding the jitney, hand clenched around my phone to read the text asking me to come out over and over. A Labor Day picking you up at the airport. A cab is so impersonal, and I could take you back to my place. Your birthday party that you said I could come to if I knew how to behave. The crowd big enough to offer cover. But this year has shown that I do not, in fact, know how to behave. A season of holiday parties. Someone else on your arm as gilded trays of champagne and hors d'oeuvres glide by. Me sitting alone on my sofa in my blingiest party dress, promising myself that next year will be the year that I show resolve. Stephanie King has won the Quarterly West Novella Prize and the Lilith Short Fiction Prize and has stories in a number of other magazines. You can find her on Twitter at StephStephKing or on her website at StephanieKing.net. Our final piece was written by Jillian O'Shaughnessy. It's called Mouse and it was published by Reflex Fiction on December 30th, 2020. Enjoy. Mouse. Grandma ate poison five times before it killed her. It was hard to keep it down, but she persisted. She went mad, they said, because of the isolation. She couldn't hack it. She was a city girl, after all, an intellectual. She came to life at parties. She smoked and wore high-neck lace dresses and polished button boots. She danced with slick suit boys, not third sons, out riding the boundaries, checking the fences, for months and months. She ate the shouting in her head. She ate her shrieking heart. She ate the crashing silence of the endless outside with only the grizzle of grey-backed sheep 
and the whine of flies for relief. On bad days, she'd walk miles to the top of the long dirt driveway and back again, to the hot dust that turned her sheets and dresses brown and the ochre-coloured everything that stretched for days and days. She ate the loneliness she wasn't meant to notice. She ate boredom straight from the packet and stopped remembering why she really should get a plate. No one to care if she did or she didn't. No one to drink gin with on the veranda. No one to discuss the newspapers that came months too late. Just a mirror of drab women with blank faces she saw once a year at shearing time when they came to help with the cooking for hours and hours. Grandma ate poison five times before it killed her. Some women would do that before they'd leave their husbands and their children because if there's too much of you, if you can't swallow your panic that this is everything they'll ever be, all you can do, all there is to do, is become smaller and smaller. She didn't leave a note, but I know. Gillian O'Shaughnessy is a journalist and short fiction writer from Fremantle, Western Australia. You can find her on Twitter at Jill O'Shaughness or on her website at JillianO'Shaughnessy.com. Micro is produced and hosted by me, Drew Hawkins. Original music is by Matt Ordez. You can find all the information about this episode's writers, their featured work, and the publications where they were published in the show notes. Subscribe to the show and listen to some of our other episodes on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also always find our shows at micropodcast.org, and you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Podcast Micro. Thanks for listening.